Yeah. yeah. Woo! Yay! Welcome to episode three. Episode three of Broccoli Condo. Yeah. Happy um, Chinese New Year, Year of the Dog. Good times. Year of New Moon. Happy Chinese happy. New Year. Happy, happy. We're all we were all born in the year of the dog, so it's a happy year for us. Fun yes. Fun fact. Fun fact. <laughs> um, well, since we missed introductions last time again, <laughs> introduce yourselves, pals. All right. Hi, I'm Christine. <laughs> um, why are we introducing you guys? So that when we talk, people know who we Just are. Remind them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm Strider. Good. I'm Kara. Codename K9. <laughs> and Christine still don't have a code yeah. name. Still need some suggestions for her. I don't know how that's going, but. <laughs> Not very well. <laughs> um, Not good on this end. Maybe you have to take like a BuzzFeed quiz or something like. Ooh, I yeah. think that could be a good idea. I think BuzzFeed is a mine of information. <laughs> a mine. A wealth of information waiting to be tapped. At first I thought you were referring to like a, a bomb kind of mine. Oh, and then I no. realized. Yes. Mining the ore of the internet. <laughs> I mean, nice. I agree. I agree with that. <laughs> I tried to take a BuzzFeed quiz to see, like, um, I was trying to learn more about the members of BTS. <laughs> it didn't help a whole lot. But I tried. Because <laughs> I'm just trying to learn their names, you know what I mean? I mean... I feel like, how many members are there? I feel like there's a lot of people in BTS. There are. Is that another group? Are there six? Six to eight, I don't actually know. There used to there used to be six more. Six to eight? Oh my gosh. There used to be more. Really? Yeah, I think that's how... Did they kick them out? Well, like, I think a lot of the K-pop groups are like that. They have a ton of people. Like, some of them have, like, 14. And then just I feel over like time, to... people leave. Mm -hmm. And then replacing them seems weird. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Let me I look it up, CTS. I feel like it would be more interesting if they got kicked out. Oh, they have seven. I would follow cake pop drama if people seven. got kicked out regularly. <laughs> I don't know. That would be really yeah, interesting. Yeah, I'm not really sure how that happens, but maybe we can research that. Saved for next time. Saved. Saved. K-pop drama. Yep. K-pop corner. Yes. And, um... Oh, yeah, BTS has seven. Seven people. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Considering it's a lot to keep track of. Where InSync had like uh, five. InSync, what icons? All right, I spent all of my Friday night somehow watching InSync music videos, mm. and I don't know how I got to that point, but I got there, and it just it felt like the start of something. Something that's still going on today. It is. In a good way. It is the start of something. And it felt good. And it felt right. So they have a lasting legacy, I think. 
Yes. Well, th we, did you do that um, Friday night? Was it Friday? I think because it was. Because that was the night I was karaokeing, and we also did yeah, sync songs, so. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Cosmic. Yes. Cosmic relevant. Yeah, we did Bye Bye Bye. That was good. We did karaoke for four uh -huh. hours. We were in there for four hours. Oh my <laughs> gosh. So much fun. Is it? It looked like just a it's room. It's like a private what room. It, yeah. yeah. Is it? And oh. it was, they have like happy hour rates at night, so it was For like, all four hours? Yeah, it would cost me $20. It was like $20 a person for four hours. That's incredible. Right? That's, I figured that's wow. like the average um, cost of like entertainment anyway. You know, if you see yeah, like really. a movie, it's like maybe $12 now, 10 to $12 for, for mm -hmm. each one's two hours. If you watch a movie for four mm -hmm. hours, it's going to be 20 so. That's, that's incredible. That's today's cost of average entertainment four hours of karaoke it sounds a little bit exhausting but like a great time. yeah it was a great time i thought i wasn't gonna be able to talk saturday but i could <laughs> yeah <laughs> voice was very hoarse anyway it was a great time <laughs> highly recommend it was called um max karaoke in like um culver mm -hmm. city area to anyone who wants to go it's very cheap and it feels very cheap but you know <laughs> So they have like a bunch of private yeah, rooms. Yeah, like 20, 20 rooms. <laughs> That's so and, like weird. I went to That's one. So cool. I went to one in New York, and it was definitely cost more money. But in the room had like laser pointers and like disco what? balls, so it was like very <laughs> jammy. This wow. one yeah. was just a plain Vibey. room. <laughs> yeah. That's why I, I like. You guys have to come with me one time, and then we'll just do all of our favorite songs. Please, we can bring our own. Yeah, we would have. We would absolutely have four hours of material. Yeah. Get yeah. Get lit. We can bring a disco ball in. That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bring. Yeah. Bring your own disco ball. Yes. I like it. Yeah, that's a good idea. We brought like triskets and stuff, and like beer inside. I don't think you're supposed to do that. <laughs> yeah. Triskets, yeah. <laughs> Karaoke triskets. You need to keep your energy yes. up. <laughs> For sure. For sure. What are you, are you guys doing anything this weekend? It's a three-day weekend. Um, well, Maryland is in a strange state of affairs right now, because on Thursday and Friday, it was a good, like, 70 degrees, like, we were like, oh, it's springtime, it's wonderful. Now, let me tell you, there's an inch of snow outside. God. Tuesday, it will be 70 degrees again, so I don't know. I don't know what the future holds for me, is this, and I don't know what I'm going to do this weekend. Is the snow still there? Yes. Hmm. It stayed. It's stuck. It is currently, <laughs> yeah, kind of everywhere. Wow. It was very I have two strange. inches hmm. here. Really? Yeah, and it's supposed to be 60 on Wednesday, so similar yeah. situation. Why? It's all going to melt. Why? <laughs> It feels like end of the world times to me. Oh. How how close to end of the world times? Like very close or like approaching the end? Like not it? incredibly close, but it does feel like something is not right, and we're approaching the end of the world. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Accurate. Mhm. Mm Good. 
can't wait till that happens. <laughs> Who can relate? Who can Woo. relate? Um, well, it feels like springtime here, so nice. I saw some blossoming um, pink trees. Mm. They're not cherry blossoms, but they're bright pink. That's so pretty. It is pretty. Sure. There oh, are nice. a lot of pretty flowers here. That is a good thing. That's so nice. <laughs> yes. I've been going outside every day with the children at school, mm. and we have a lot of grassy, like, soccer fields and stuff, mm. and for the past, like, two months, it's just been mud. <laughs> yeah. and it just gets muddier and muddier uh. and muddier, and I'm like, maybe? I, I want it to either freeze so that it's not as muddy mm-hmm. or become spring. So that maybe something will grow and prevent the muddiness from continuing. Grass. <laughs> I don't know. But grass it's a very good. yeah, I'm not really enjoying where we are right now. <laughs> it's weird, I guess because grass doesn't really grow here really either. Hmm. So like oh. places have um astroturf and AstroTurf. it like looks like you wanna lay on it and then but it doesn't feel It doesn't good. feel good. It's, like, hot. It doesn't have the cool, <laughs> like, evaporation aspect of real grass, like, mm-hmm. on a nice spring day. And it's just, like... And then you, I remember that, like, they, it doesn't grow, so it's literally the same astroturf that's been there. And there's probably been, like, dog pee and, like, people dropping food on it. <laughs> oh, it yeah. doesn't cleanse itself. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Absolutely. So yeah. it just becomes weird it's deceiving (laughs) yeah but i wish there was some kind of quality (laughs) ground layer (laughs) no but this is weird but because the past week i guess i've been like i was uh, driving to work at the same time every day and Mm -hmm. i kept passing this truck that waters the trees on along the road and it's like Uh a water truck and it just pulls on the side of the road and puts its hazards on and, like, spouts water outside from the side on the right into, like, the tree. <laughs> and then it just drives along and, like, spouts water. <laughs> right? <laughs> it was, I don't know. I, I hadn't seen it, but I, I guess he just makes the rounds, you know, at the same time every day. So I'll wave to him. Yeah, we have time all the time. Which that's really yeah. interesting. And I was in Alaska this year, and also when I was there, I was in a restaurant, and it was raining outside, and I watched a guy water a plant, a hanging plant from like a signpost in the rain. <laughs> in the water. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> in the rain. Like, yeah. All right, at least he's getting paid to do that. But you know, it beautifies <laughs> the city. Like, fair enough. Water. Water all you need to. Water extra. In one of the rainy, rainiest places, summers of, in the country. <laughs> but. Do you? Yes. Anyway, water. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you guys keeping up on the Olympics? Um, yeah. I've been busy keeping up with Celebrity Big Brother. <laughs> Oh, okay. I wanted to watch the Olympics, but I'm busy because there's two up, 
two-hour episodes of Nothing But Filler, mm. and I still watch them anyway because I really like Big Brother. Well, as long as you like it. <laughs> Thanks. What have you been watching, Jordan, of the Olympics? Um, pretty much only mm. skating, but it's The speed skating? Great. The yeah. men's skating? Oh. No, oh, the figure, figure skating. skating. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's very cool, and, uh, it's really <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's like ballet on ice. Yeah, that's insane what people are able to do on death knives attached to their feet. <laughs> yeah. And then the commentators are great, too. Mm. Very entertaining. That's good. What uh, what's that guy's name? Do you like? Yeah. The commentator or the skater? Uh, commentator. Uh, yeah. Johnny Poofy Weir. hair. Big mm. hair guy. Yeah. He's cool. Mm-hmm. He's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's great. I like it. I remember him from the 2010 mm. Olympics. He competed in um, those. Yeah. 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 It's cool when there are commentators that have actually competed. <laughs> Yeah, they're both Olympic figure skaters. Um, But I didn't really like him then. Yeah, me neither. But now. But now. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel bad for that. Because now I'm appreciating him. Well, now you hear him talk and stuff. That's part of it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I guess. Learn about him instead of just watch him skate. (laughs) Well, he's talking about the skating, so I'm not really learning about him. You're learning about his perspective. And you're hearing him talk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I did, after we talked about the Olympics last time, I looked up um, if all the Winter Olympic sports actually are related to winter. And my conclusion is that they are. Um, right. You found no evidence to yeah, the contrary. Yeah, I, I didn't find any. I found, like, there was, like, one weird kind of sport, but it was winter-related, that was, like, in 1908, and it was only for one year, and then they got rid of it. Hmm. It was some was kind it? of, um, kind of like the, is it the triathlon stuff? What do you call that? When they do the yeah. skiing over lots of terrain, the really long one. What is that one? It was similar to that. Uh, Cross-country thing? Yeah, Yeah, similar to that. Um, Okay. Let me find... So your argument is that all winter Olympic sports have to be done in winter? Yeah. Here, I'll pull up a list. Ready? Okay, hold on. How do you explain curling? That's... I mean, it's on ice, isn't it? Yeah, it's on ice. <laughs> That's how I explain Inside. it. <laughs> Just like speed skating is on ice and luge and skeleton and all that. That's, yeah, there's really... ice involved. Um, so I think all I of them really have, all of them have, have ice involved. Here, I was going to, um, here we go. Ready? I'm going to read you a list. Bobsledding, luge, skeleton, ice hockey figure skating, speed skating, short track speed skating, curling, 
alpine skiing, freestyle skiing, snowboarding. Then biathlon, cross-country skiing, is involved in that. Um, excuse me, what's biathlon? It says combined cross-country skiing and target shooting. And then oh. cross-country skiing. Uh, and then ski jumping. Then Nordic combined, which is ski jumping and cross-country skiing. And then... Here, discontinued sports and events in 1908. Oh, it was a figure skating event called Men's Special Figures. So. Oh. And that was in the Summer Olympics in 1908. Winter. But it's still on ice. Yeah, still on ice. It was just a different. Then why would that not be in winter? It is in winter. No, it is in winter. Why is that an outlier? I'm not saying it's not in winter. In your list. I was just saying that they're all related to ice, even the ones that were discontinued, is my point. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. I see. So, the end. Thank you for <laughs> researching that, because it was something that was really bothering yes. me. And I think, yeah, everything's on ice. There's some other weird ones, too. <laughs> but all of them... Even the ones so that are weird like involve the, a sort of skiing or something. It's like the weird ice subculture of the regular Olympics. Yes. Probably. Okay. I was just trying to think of a reason why they would divide it, I guess. I guess because the one has to be done in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> but is it most, most of it? Sometimes winter is summer. Yeah. Most of, yeah, that's true. Like, I guess there's indoor and outdoor winter stuff, but you can make snow wherever you are, so. Mm -hmm. Whatever. You can make snow wherever you are, but it won't last. I guess, like, you can go to mountains for snowboarding at any time of year, maybe. But whatever. It's good. It's good. Winter is winter. Always ice involved. Winter is winter. <laughs> that was my air horn in like a symphony. <laughs> Kara, did you introduce yourself? I did. I said, my okay. name's Kara, code name K9. Thank you. Yes, you code did. Codename K9. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, but we code wanted to K9. talk about mm-hmm. how we met, right? Because we feel like that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's. Go for it. I don't want to talk. You guys go for it. (laughs) Of why we're here. I'm going to sit and enjoy this tale. Picture this. Picture this. Summer 2012. Three young (laughs) 17 and 18 year old people are going to college for the first time. One thing unites them. Marching band. (laughs) More specifically, the flute and piccolo section of the marching band. So, one day in mid-August, band camp starts, and all three of us were there. Wow. And then somehow... We all continued to talk to each other and like each other for the next six years. Dude, stop. 
The end. The end. That's so much. Six years, dude. Yeah, it is. <laughs> wow. Um, it's really interesting, though, because there's a lot of weird fate choices that led to all of us being there at the mm. same time. Yeah, true. Yeah. Like, for me personally, I don't know what led me to choose marching band ever as an option. Because I had never done marching band before in high school. I played the flute, which isn't really, it's not really a marching band instrument because you can't hear it too much. It's, um, okay. It is. Yeah, it is. But it's it's a strange choice for marching band, I think. What's your opinion on that? Sidetrack. Uh, my opi- opinion on picking band? No, your opinion no, on I'm... if if you didn't know anything about marching band and you were trying to get into marching band for the first time in college, would you do it as a flute player? I feel like that's a strange thing. I don't think so. I don't think I don't think there's um anything weird about flute in a marching band. I mean, if anything, right, flute it's kind of the easiest instrument to join. It is easiest. To join not really knowing what you're getting into. At least, mm. like, in in our band, wasn't very heavy mm-hmm. on auditions, really, at all. So yeah. your playing ability wasn't necessary. And even if you were... Um, like, yeah, no one really hears the flutes anyway. Sorry, flutes. I'm a flute player, <laughs> right. I'm a dedicated flute player, but I know it's the reality <laughs> that yeah, and until the piccolos band. and the flutes take a higher octave in like a, when the rest of the band cuts out, you really and have to listen. ungodly octave. Yeah, you really have to listen for yeah. us, and like, that's okay, because we're still important, but like, mm-hmm. as an individual player, you don't have to be a perfect player right. um, in order to march. Yeah, I and agree. People are... Um, especially on the field, no one will hear your mistakes unless you're right up front. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe. That's very true. So there's just less pressure um, on that on that I- instrument as a whole to like yeah. be perfect. Yeah. Even though, of course, I want us to all be perfect, but realistically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I feel like for me, going into marching band, I feel like that of all of the bands having not had any experience or any really reason to join other than you'd make friends is it was a interesting choice that happened because mm. I yeah. feel like it was a lot of a bigger time commitment than other ensembles would have had yeah for sure for sure yeah maybe that was part of the appeal I don't know but it's just interesting that it worked out that way um and I feel like both of you, it's also really interesting that you ended up there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're both from out of state, too. That's the weird part. It's weird just ending up at the school in general, too. Yeah. I don't know. That's what life is, right? Mm-hmm. But it's still strange. Um, yeah. But Jordan... I Jordan... going to do a marching band. Oh, yeah. That's good. Because it's in my blood. <laughs> marching band is in your blood. Yes. I loved, um, I, like, wish now, after doing a college band, I could go back to a high school band. I feel like everything could be better. 
Hmm. They're just like little things that could be done better. You like, know, like what? Like musically? Like musically? Like structurally? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like. Like especially like rehearse like rehearsal rehearsal is just so structured yeah. in college, well, mostly because it if it's not you like have three hundred people on the field in yeah. chaos. You can't do anything. <laughs> high school high school you can afford for it to be chaotic, but but like things like that I feel like would have made or improved like high school band a lot more. Mm-hmm. So I value like anyone who go- goes does college band and like goes back to teach high school band I feel like it's very valuable mm-hmm. valuable intel so mm-hmm. thank you to our band directors of the world thank you band directors yes. I hope I hope you're all getting ready for summertime now <laughs> band camp life mm. I miss it I miss it so much <laughs> um, yeah but anyway so we did band the three of us and a bunch of other people yeah. And then we were, um, became pals. <laughs> Great pals. Great mm-hmm. pals. Did movie nights a lot. Mm-hmm. And we, um... As if we didn't spend enough time together <laughs> as a band. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we did, like, we did brunch, like, breakfasts on mm-hmm. the weekends. We did pool nights. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. <laughs> With oh. the entire friend group <laughs> from band. Yep. We'd go to yeah. a place in the college where there were pool tables and just hang out there all Friday night, even though I don't I, think any of us really liked pool. And, and no, I no, but no. the running, oh, what's that called? Oh, Spud? Spud? Spud, oh my gosh. Spud. That was the best game like, in the world ever. <laughs> I agree. Best that, part that's a of game. Yeah. pool night. Yeah, explain you have to, like, to us like, run around the table. Right? Do you remember Jordan? Um, you try to hit. You just have to hit the ball with your hand and another no, ball. Another. You ball. use yeah one use... ball to bounce another ball, and yeah, if you hit it, you're saying. good. And the next person goes, and there's running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, and it was socially acceptable to play that. In, in... <laughs> yeah. In the secluded pool tables, <laughs> where, I mean, I would say we should go to a bar and play, but that might be weird. Yeah, that would be a little strange. <laughs> there's a lot a of running and a group. lot of yelling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and sometimes the occasional pool ball flying off the table. So. <laughs> yeah. More than occasionally, I Danger. think. <laughs> Very dangerous. Okay. But yeah, those were, but that's, that's how we met and... Um, and those were good, good years. Yeah, good years. we all were in band for three years, mm-hmm. and then you two continued on after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I stopped. Because you're lame. Stop. Because what? Because she's lame. Because <laughs> she's lame. Ah. Well, as we mentioned, time commitment is not <laughs> is not okay. to be like. Uh, um, diminished yeah because it's a big one <laughs> marching every, band almost is every life. weekend is gone three, every three, three afternoons a week yeah your afternoon is gone yeah. but 
but it was a good yeah. time. Otherwise, we and wouldn't have we done it in, for as long as we did. Physical shape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, body by marching band, as they say. <laughs> as they say. Um, as they say. I guess it's body by drum corps, because they have lots of muscle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have, like, mm-hmm. we have some, like, in our legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you do it right. Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> muscles. Yes, seriously. Um, yeah, that was good. That was good. Um, but I had a question for you guys now, since we're not in college anymore, and we're adults, and I feel like this could be a... God. Good question for to ask anyone who's in a weird adult person. Mm-hmm. Um, is like, how do you motivate yourself to do adult things, like laundry, cleaning your room, uh, whatever else, driving, going groceries to shopping, or like? Because for me, those things get really hard sometimes, mostly really, because really I think they're hard. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but I know, like right now, my room is messy, and I know I need to clean it up, but I just don't want to spend time doing that right now. So how do you motivate yourself to do things like that? I feel like, for me, it gets to the point where if I can't survive anymore doing things the way that I'm doing them, then I will do something to change that. For example, if I physically have no more food left in the apartment, <laughs> I will go to the grocery store. Before okay. then, if I have anything, it's not going to happen. I have to be... Mm, okay, so you yeah. survivalist. Yeah, you... survival. Okay. Um, I will only, only clean up my room. Not for my benefit, but if someone is coming over, mm. then I might try to clean up. But it's never for my own benefit. I can't motivate myself to do that. Okay. What about you, Jordan? Um, I only clean or do laundry when I'm avoiding something else. Mm. That's a good like, point. Like schoolwork or like... Um, yeah, mostly schoolwork. Other, other... I mean, I cleaned my room today because people are coming over. But mm. that doesn't happen very often. Mm. So it sounds like none of us have a tap, have a way. No. <laughs> we all just wait until the circumstances. Yes. Mm-hmm. Demand if, that we do something about yes, it. Yes, that's exactly it. If I've right. run out of wearable clothes, then I have <laughs> to do laundry. If I don't have any food in the apartment, I have to grocery shop. Mm. Otherwise, yeah, it's not going to happen. And that's That makes just... me feel better. Yeah. About everything. I don't yeah. know. I feel like, is that kind of common? I don't know. I didn't think it was, but now kind of hearing that other people feel like, how am I going to do this? <laughs> how can I make myself do um, this? I, some people go shopping regularly for food. Yeah. Mm. Some people, but some people don't. Right. Just how widespread is that some people don't? <laughs> right. Does it vary with age, maybe? maybe I mean, not, if you maybe have a family, age, then you're like, going to go like, shopping yeah. regularly. Yeah. 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 So it's like life stages, maybe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because it's just us that we're... Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh-huh. need to you... satisfy. Uh-huh. 
if you are, if someone else is depending on you, mm. then I guess that would be motivation. <laughs> you want to make good meals, so you need ingredients. Yeah. Whereas yeah. you, <laughs> I only make a good meal maybe once a month. <laughs> I mean, I get fed at work, so there's that, but... <laughs> <laughs> That leaves one Saturday where I actually need fresh ingredients and the mm. rest of it is leftovers from work or mm -hmm. rice and beans. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I will go to the grocery store and I'll just get a lot of potatoes and broccoli. Mm. Huh. Okay. And then I just make that and eat it and I don't have to actually make anything. Do you know what, what do you I mean? Do? You put it in a pan? No, I just bake a potato or two in the microwave, uh, and cook some broccoli. broccoli. Oh, you cook the broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just picturing you pulling broccoli out of the fridge and eating it like a brontosaurus. I mean, that would be fun too, but I can't <laughs> do that sustainably. Uh, do you do that? Do you cook it all at once and then save it and eat it slowly, or you cook it when you eat it? No, cook it when I eat it. Okay. Mm. I would probably be smarter, but I just, I don't have the patience for that. Yeah. That's a, that's good. That's healthy, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> anyway, I'll try that next year. Yeah. <laughs> potatoes are cheap. Yeah. I was trying to do a, um, a kimchi stir fry recently. Mm -hmm. Because apparently it's easy, because you can do it with rice or noodles, and like, there's kimchi down the street from me. There's like a kimchi place. So I was looking up how to do that and they were like, it's so easy, so quick, 10 minutes max to make. And then the ingredients list is like, it's not like it's long, but it has weird stuff in it that I mm -hmm. still have to buy, like in a bottle and I have to keep in my fridge and like mm -hmm. a sauce I would only use for making that stir fry. Yeah. Like, why would I buy that? Maybe I'll just make a very simplified version. Noodles, kimchi, nothing else. Mm. Simple is key. Simple is key. <laughs> yeah, but you need a sauce. What? It's not good without the sauce. I mean, I guess, but kimchi's kind of like, not. it's not saucy, but it's like liquidy. Yeah. I feel like just putting that on rice is probably good. I haven't done that. I mean, I guess I have, but not like a stir fry rice kind of thing. Okay. Gotcha. Or I just put like, I only have some sauce. It's not meant for kimchi or rice, but it's probably good. <laughs> just anything you have, just dump it in there. Yeah. Dump out of your way to get something. It's too yes. much work. It's too much work. Agreed. <laughs> too much money. <laughs> Whatever. All right, good. So we all work on the bare minimum here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And our lives are together in our own ways. Yeah, I agree. Or they're not, but they work at least. Yeah, they work. That's the main point. Yeah. We're <laughs> getting through life. But I would still love to hear anyone who's listening, any advice you have for How do you do helping it? us do these things. Help now. us be adults. Yeah. Um, so we'll think about that some more. Yeah. Um, well, and too, like, like, whenever I have to do something like that, I always think about how else I'd rather spend my time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm. 
And it's usually, like, trying to write or trying to make something. God, that's more productive than me. But that's, like, a whole other thing. Mm, First off, you, like, try to motivate yourself to do something that you need to do. Mm -hmm. Then turns into something that you're like, well, I would rather spend my time making something or writing Mm -hmm. for me. And then then it becomes a question of how do I motivate myself to actually do that? Yeah. That's, um, that's the complete opposite for me because the things I have to do are writing and creating stuff. Hmm. But the things I want to do are clean or go food shopping. Hmm. That's, yeah, you're right. That's interesting. That is yeah. really interesting. Is it, do you think, is that because you're um, expected and required to do those things now? Like, while you're finishing school? Or yeah, those are think, school things that I have to do. But like, Which makes me not want to do them. Okay, because you have to. That's why yeah. you don't want to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, interesting. Maybe that's just, hmm. like, teen spirit. Maybe we're all still... <laughs> <laughs> Like, if you tell me I have to do something, yeah, well, I feel that way. You know, I, I feel like stuff. the same logic applies to the children that I have in mm-hmm. preschool. <laughs> if they have to do something, they don't want yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to make them want to do it on their own. Mm-hmm. So, how do you do it with the kids? That's like the whole idea of Montessori, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, mm. yeah. you make things seem attractive so that the children choose these things to do on their own. And then they build the will to do these kinds of things so we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. (laughs) (laughs) So we have to do mind tricks on ourselves Yes, to make us choose the more productive thing as being the most attractive thing. Yes. Okay. How you do that, I have no clue. I don't well, see how I, I mind tricks. What I do, I read Tyler Joseph quotes um, <laughs> to myself. Segway. Segway. Segway because it's not a lie because I have his quotes on my wall and sometimes, actually oftentimes, they Isn't really it on do, your like, window? Yeah, they're on my window, but... yeah. Yes, you're right. You're right. Christine. I feel like I feel like that's a better setting. They're on my window. Yes. Um, but because but they really kind of, do motivating. motivate you. Yeah, it's like I walk hmm. in my room and I'm like, man, what do I do? And then I read. I read. Which one is it? Again. Um, anyone from anywhere can do anything and can never put a ceiling on your dreams. And I'm like, you know what? Oh yeah, what's my dream again? Then I, like, think I remember it, and it's, like, making movies, and then I'm, like, you're right, anyone from anywhere can do that. Mm. And then I sit down and write, so. What's a dream? My Tyler, That's pretty cool. Yeah, my Tyler Joseph quote of the week is related to this because, um, like, creating, I guess, and finding purpose in that and, like, reason to make things. Mm-hmm. Here it is. He says, the beginning of purpose is found in creating something only you can understand. So and when you're that's creating also motivating things to me. for you and not for anyone else. Yeah. And that you can find purpose and reason to keep on creating. Like in that, it shouldn't matter that other 
people or you think other people might not relate to it. I think chances are if you do if make do. something, they will. Mm-hmm. You know? Anyway, that was a good, good long, I like that talk, that was good. Yeah, I enjoy that too. Good life talk. (laughs) We love life. Um, But, very interesting. Life is, life Mm, is interesting. mm, Oh, I did not watch another James McAvoy movie. But <laughs> I'll talk about one that I have seen. I'm um, very excited for this talk. It's called It's Becoming Jane. It was one of the first like ones that I watched of his like on my own accord because he was in it. <laughs> now, can I just decide like stop you for a second there? Yes, stop me. Um why James McAvoy? What is um, it about James McAvoy that we love? Well, honestly, I loved him when he was Mr. Tumnus, and that's mm. why I felt I felt acquainted with James McAvoy since then, because he was my favorite character in the books, and then he was <laughs> in the movies, and then I was like, um, yep, good job, James McAvoy, and that was the first time I ever heard of him. You've just felt compelled to keep track of his <laughs> career since then. Yeah. Well, I mean, since then, he's done awesome things, too. He has, absolutely. And he yeah. plays, like, um, that Xavier... My favorite X-Men character, just about. I've still never I mean, seen an X-Men movie. Dude, no. You have to see him. Just for him. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's I mean, what I was thinking. Like, he plays, like, Picard. Like, what's his name? Patrick Stewart is, plays the older version of him. It's just a beautiful Oh, movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to go back just for him to watch yeah, it. Yeah, you should. You should. But anyway, in Becoming Jane, it's a, actually it's a story about Jane Austen mm-hmm. and how she writes her first books basically and yeah. he he like plays the love interest that's like also unrequited because of a lot of circumstances but he is young and he is very handsome and it's a really good movie I really liked it um, yeah. and it does have a historical context of Jane Austen so mm-hmm. do watch it yeah Good, good <laughs> promo. That's going on the saved list, saved, everyone. Becoming, becoming Jane. Jane. Mhm. Big saved. Big. Big saved. It, it remind. Oh, he's in Atonement too. It has an Atonement feel. Oh, what's that one? I feel like I yeah. Know that. I feel like I've known that, that too, but I don't know. Kira Knightley. It's based off that book, um, Atonement. Wasn't Period it? piece. Was like it? A, oh no! Okay. Of, was it like critically one. acclaimed at the time? Yeah. Was it like great. a big deal at it's, the time? I think it's a big deal. It's a really okay big because I heard about it, but I never watched it. I'll talk about that one next week. Thank you. They have like okay. similar veins, like the becoming. Oh, is it war stuff? Um, looks like war kind times. of. I guess or so. Yeah, a, it's a period some sort piece. of greenish oh, uniform. What year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Letter writing in that one, too. <laughs> so. Really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> do, 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 um, do, do. You had a... Did you have a debate, Christine, you wanted to bring Oh, up? yeah. 
Oh yeah. Right. Tweet debate of the week. <laughs> um so I saw a tweet and the caption was a little bit dramatic. It said, I feel like this question could actually start a war, but then when I saw what the picture was, it didn't feel that dramatic anymore. So this is from a BuzzFeed quiz and it is a question. Which emo classic was better? The Black Parade by My Chemical Romance or I Write Sins Not Tragedies Tragedies by Panic at the Disco. Mm. So which one I feel like which one is more iconic? Iconic? Is that the question? Uh the question is which, which emo better? classic was better? Better. So yeah, what does so, better but, mean? Does this better mean iconic? Right. No, but I feel like that's a part of it. I feel like that's definitely a part of the question. To answer which one is better, I think there's something to be said about which one was more iconic. (sighs) Iconic Mm -hmm. in emo culture? Yes. Now, okay, I have to give a bit of a disclaimer yeah. here. Um, when both of these songs were popular in emo culture, I was not a part of the emo culture. So Same. I feel like I can't really give an organic view of what the culture was <laughs> at that time. <laughs> right. <laughs> However, I see how but people But from react an outside perspective now, yeah. Now. How do you perceive... Like, I'm thinking just, like, when I hear them playing in like a public place uh-huh so let's talk about the opening riff or yeah whatever. black parade black parade okay so let's bring it back to the marching band and when we performed that at allentown mm-hmm. the reaction when those first few notes played so can you please clarify so we played welcome to the black parade yeah as a part of marching band was it the third song of our show? Yeah, it was the last yeah. one. Yeah. So we were like eight minutes into a marching band show, and all of a sudden we bust out with the opening notes of Welcome and to the And everyone in the stands like rippled through them. Yeah, there was yeah. an audible oohs and gas. ahs. And, yeah. And like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Is mm-hmm. that emo culture? I don't know. It's just normal culture, probably. Well, but... I also feel like the age group of people that were there kind of were in a similar situation to mm-hmm. us and that we're in post-emo <laughs> culture <laughs> with these songs <laughs> that were really a big part of the culture at the time. Yeah. Okay, I think Black Parade... Uh, I need a definition for emo because that just, like, the image of that looks Uh to me more emo well yeah that's the thing because is seen also emo it is i feel like the whole image for i write sins not tragedies is very seen which is a kind of emo yeah um now my chemical romance 
very much disliked being called emo. Mm. So do we take that into consideration? Mm. Well, whether or not they like it, is it considered emo? Are they? Right, yeah. So what's, we still need emo definition. Okay. I feel like in any situation, I feel like it's become a very popular kind of meme-ish. Where if you're in a club situation, Mm. or at like an emo night, if Irate Sins, Not Tragedies comes on, the crowd goes wild. I think that would be bigger at an emo night than Black Parade. Yeah. Mm. Emo night. Okay, Mm. I have an emo definition. Okay. style of rock music resembling punk, but having more complex arrangements and lyrics that deal with more emotional subjects. Wow. That's a Ooh, right? that's a very nice positive definition of emo, and I, <laughs> yeah. I enjoy that. Well, I feel like both kind of fit, both do fit that definition, yeah. regardless of what my Chemical Romance wants to say. I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the definition has certainly changed since then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very refined now. That's very yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. very technical definition. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I guess so. What you're saying is that in the emo culture so yeah i write sins not tragedies is more symbolic of what is enjoyed i would say i don't know because public is yeah public is emo night is like a night for people that want to be emo that i don't know maybe normally wouldn't be listening to that kind of music do you think there's if a you're at subculture an emo night, of you're people? You're gonna be listening to that music. Yeah, but not like on the regular, on a regular basis. But you wouldn't go to that or if you there, don't enjoy that a, kind of music. There, yeah, yeah, is there you a enjoy it. Nostalgia factor? Is there a nostalgia factor? Right. Yes, that's for what sure. I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Where they used to listen to it a lot. Right. Uh-huh. And that's why it's fun to go to a night where they just play that music that you can like dance around and scream at. Yeah. And pour mm-hmm. your heart into. Because it's easy to pour, it's easy to sing these songs and like pour your heart out, you know. Maybe we have to do a test. We have to go to an emo night. Well, I again. Well, they wouldn't. And they have to play those two songs and judge the reaction. They would. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think that would be a fair test. All right. When's the next one? (laughs) However. Wait. Here's what I'm thinking. That is different though, too. Is again a re saying that the emo night is synonymous with emo yeah culture. is that and i don't think exactly. it is i agree yeah but that could be a start uh-huh <laughs> yeah i do not think either that emo night <laughs> is necessarily synonymous with emo culture yeah i think it's kind um, of it's a celebration yeah of emo culture but, but it goes a lot deeper than that yeah. Well, um, I think we can. I wonder. If, I, I don't know. Somebody must have made a poll or something. What does the BuzzFeed quiz say? Uh, Did you look I don't at know. it? I didn't that go was to the just BuzzFeed a question quiz, on the quiz. The it wasn't. Oh. It wasn't an answer. Oh, gotcha. Um, I think Black Parade is more emotional, though, more heavily emotional. Uh, yes. I agree so, with that. So, if we're going with emo as emotional. But yeah. are we? We're going with emo. Well, what's language? 
I feel like emo culture is more what's meant, what's implied by emo. Yeah. Do you agree with that or not? Mm-hmm. And for... Oh, it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> we can save this one. Do you want to save this one? Yeah, we'll, we'll have to make a poll one. for this. Like, yeah, we'll make a poll and we'll see what our few followers have to say. Yeah, I don't think that this question actually started a war between us because I feel like we can see both sides. <laughs> we enjoy both right. of those songs. Yes, definitely. Definitely do. But it's a really interesting thought, and I think it goes deep into mm. subcultures. Yeah. No, I Very interesting. Oh, Jordan, you had a song of the week this week, yeah? You want to start doing a song of the week? Song, song about of the week. Songs. Yeah, songs. totally. Yeah, what's your song of the week, Jay? Okay. I mean, I mean, a strider. Yeah, so if you listeners remember from the first episode, I had a song stuck in my head quite hard, and I was using it as our transition music. I figured it out, and that song is by Paramore, and it is called uh, Fake Happy. Speaking of emo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> emo, really. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to play that part that was in Jordan's Yeah, head. the part was um, after halfway, and she it. sings it. Here. Yeah, she sings part, it, part right and the here, crowd sings part, it back. Oh yeah, I recognize that story. Yeah, <laughs> right? I had to try and pick out that spot you were humming. <laughs> yeah, but it was good. Yeah, glad I found good. it. Glad, glad we resolved that. Yeah, because I feel like that would have bothered you for a long time if you yeah. hadn't found it. Yes, yeah, it did listeners. bother me for a long time until I found it. It's been two weeks. Listeners. Good. Listen to Paramore, everybody. Yes. Paramore deserves <laughs> better. They deserve yeah. the best. Yeah, true. I agree. Truly. Okay. Um, uh, speaking of poles and toasters, I would like to update <laughs> you on our toaster oh, poll. Yes, thank you. It. Oh, so oh, yeah. for those who don't know... Um, after we recorded <laughs> the podcast last week, after our lively debate about toasters and uh, which one was better and, yeah, which one was better, the horizontal uh, toaster <laughs> oven or the vertical pop-up toaster, uh, Strider here took to Twitter at our official Twitter account at Broccoli Condo and um, posted a poll Seeing what other people might think about the subject. This poll was up for a whole week, which is the maximum poll length on Twitter. <laughs> and it ended in a tie. Oh my god. It ended in a tie. <laughs> Are you serious? 50-50. Yep. So we got nowhere. We got 12 Thanks, Twitter. votes. 12 votes. Woo-hoo. Wow, that's good. Mm-hmm. That, that was really exciting for us. Dude, we just need one more person to vote. <laughs> yeah, well, it's over now. <laughs> yeah. We'll do a rematch. Yeah, a redo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I think that that really sells how difficult of a debate this is, and it's yeah. a really hot topic. Hot Can topic. I, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. That it topic. ended in a tie. Email culture, really. Even on Twitter. 
I just want to, I'm just going to Google real quick which one's cheaper. Ooh, that's a, that's <laughs> okay. a nice. I would guess a pop-up toaster. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, yeah. There's less, so. less coil stuff in it, right? Maybe. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. Hamilton Beach, $50 convection toaster oven. $50. Yeah, you guys are right, for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Average toaster Hamilton Beach, $15. Ba, ba, the same, ba, ba, ba. The same company, the same company. Hell um, yeah. All right, well, yeah, that makes sense. But, you know, yeah. um, the one that's in the middle, the... Um, toaster oven with the pop-up toaster in the top yeah is, that's the most mm-hmm. expensive it's 35 dollars no wow not that what? expensive the toaster oven wow. is smaller though in in its defense like right okay the toaster oven isn't the full size of a normal toaster oven it's smaller yeah. but you get the convenience of both probably so the toast can actually get toasted yeah and uh-huh. still a reasonable amount of time wow Non-sponsored. Non-sponsored. That's also, no, not sponsoring Hamilton Beach, but <laughs> Hamilton Beach Toast Station, two-slice toaster, and countertop oven is great invention. <laughs> That's my vote. <laughs> yeah. um, I have a connection. Yeah. A few years ago, my oven stopped working. Um... So we couldn't bake anything, and it was broken for like two or three years. Oh god. Um, which was awful. Like you can't really live without an oven if you like baking things for the house. <laughs> um, so we had to buy a really big toaster oven, and we baked cookies and Thanksgiving chicken in there, and everything wow. that went in how, the oven went. So it's like an easy bake. Countertop toaster oven. Yeah. Adult easy bake. It was like, I don't know, 15, 16 inches. Okay. Oh, amazing. Wow. I can see why you're on the defense about toast ovens. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Multi-purpose. Yes. Yeah. That's good. Good. Yeah, let's just talk about toast every week, I think. That's (laughs) one of, it is one of our hot topics. Yeah, I, I agree. (laughs) <laughs> Hashtag trending topics among this yes. friendship. Yes, for sure. Um, cool. Well, I think that wraps us up this episode, episode three. Um, oh, man, I forgot to say our name in, um, in another language at the beginning. No, it's not too late. I think it's we not did. not too late. Did I say it? No, I nope. don't know. Nope, you didn't no? say it now. Okay. And, I don't think I said it, but I'll say it now when we say goodbye. Does that sound good? Yeah, sounds great. Sounds great. Thank you for listening to Condominio Broccoli. That's Italian, P.S. Thank you so much for listening to Condominio Broccoli. (laughs) Thank you. We really appreciate it. Hope Thanks. Wait, how do you say thank you in Italian? Uh, Grazie. 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 Cool. Great. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Alrighty. Um, see you next time. Signing off from Have a see good week, everybody. Have Outro a music. Bye.